0: hey You the know, way too to to the mic. probably burning their their Oh, sorry. Um, Okay, so we have dinner in the oven whilst recording this, so we're going to see if we can finish this up in 54 minutes and 53, oh, 53 minutes and 54 seconds, because then it would be perfectly in sync with the cooking of our Amish pot pie, hopefully the Amish... What's that? I told you it wasn't done preheating. Oh, okay. Well, I add a little bit of extra time anyway. So, um, okay. Now we know that it's cooking. Our Amish pot pie, hopefully they know what they're doing because I love pot pies. We saw some Amish people in uh, horse and buggies yesterday. We did. And then when we went to Wawa, they had horse and buggy parking and we're not joking. But how can they go to Wawa if they need to use a touchscreen in order to order their food? I'm unclear the rules of the amish way if you're living. amish and you're listening please dm us no they can't listen oh you're technology. so right <laughs> anyway um we're here to talk about season two episode 14 called Blame oh. It on the alcohol and in the spirit of the episode we have been drinking alcohol and currently have it in our hands and if
1: you've watched this episode some of us are more Finn, others are more bill schuster so
0: oh my so god figure out shut the who. fuck up you hear that you
1: hear that violence against <laughs> me
0: um, we also literally just watched it, like, we finished it 10 minutes ago. So, it's on the brain, and we're ready to go, and Nick's doing plot. Yes, yeah, so, unlike Zach, I'll keep it nice and quick. All I right. actually, if you actually listen to past episodes, I feel like, on average, the shorter episodes are me doing plot. Thank you very much. Yeah, because I'm interrupted with you adding in all this fluff. No, I don't think All right, so, so we open the episode with Principal Figgins. He's Will's wearing a stupid scarf. Oh, I already interrupted, didn't
1: mm-hmm. I? See, adding an unnecessary <laughs> bluff. What <laughs> did I just say? It's okay, honey. You can blame it on the alcohol. But Oh, my God.
0: So, yes,
1: yeah, so Figgins is in his office, and Will's walking in, and Will's like, what's going on? And Figgins is being all dramatic, saying that there's an epidemic at the school of giggle juice, alcohol, the devil's poison. Remember, you forget Figgins is very Catholic, is it? He's
0: religious. He's Christian of some sort. By the way, I'm also pretty sure, I could be wrong, maybe this is in the trivia, I'm pretty sure that this episode, like, this was the origin of the key dollar sign ha joke I'm referring to Kesha. I feel like Glee came up with it, and then everyone started There's talking. no way. From Glee. I think they did. I'm pretty sure. I am pretty sure. I really am. Interesting. Well, yeah, Spiggins does not know how to properly say
1: Kesha's name, so he pronounces it key dollar sign ha. <laughs> And yes, he's telling Will that this week they, it's apparently it just happens to also be alcohol awareness, awareness week. week, whatever that means. So he's tasking Will with getting new directions to perform a song at the end of the week at the school's rally against alcohol drinking. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> For alcohol awareness? <laughs> Not anyway. regular drinking. Yes. And so Will is catching up with Emma in the teacher's lounge and he... He's back on his bullshit.
0: And Emma's like trying to set him straight. But why is she looking at him like that? She's saying like, are you dating anyone? I think you should, but the way she's looking at him is like, I don't know if this was a conscious choice by Jayma Mays, but it's just very much giving like, I, it looks like she wants to jump his bones. It does. It's
1: definitely like fuck me eyes for sure. Not fuck me eyes. Is that not what you're trying to say in nicer terms? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the little dull lemur eyes she got not on.
0: Though.
1: But yes, yeah, so Emma clearly, Emma and Will clearly out over each other, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. And Sue walks in <laughs> and she's telling Will that he is a future alcoholic and that he should start preemptive therapy for his future alcoholism. Uh- and as we learned last episode, Sue is now the coach of Oral Intensity, and the, she did that because, or the reason that she, the position was open, was because she went to whatever, I don't know what school it is, but wherever at school Oral Intensity is at. Um, oral Intensity High. Oh my God. <laughs> she pushed their music director down the stairs, not once, but twice, because yeah. the first time didn't quite do was the job. Okay.
0: He was okay. Okay. And then Sue said, Well, looks like I need to push him again. Yes. Um, the brain swelling isn't that bad, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> but send your thoughts and prayers to him. But
1: yes, yeah, so Sue's now their coach. And of course, she's out to, to ruin Will's life, as always. And Will's quaking. Doesn't think it's fair because she has no <laughs> musical choir background, but she is a five time or six time nationals champion in cheerleading. So she has a pretty good show. Sixth time, they robbed her of her seventh. That's right. Anyway, we find out that Rachel's, this is Rachel's parents, come on, Rachel's dads, she's gay dads, two dads uh, uh, are out of town and Puck somehow found out and he's potting and scheming because he wants to host a party at her place because of course there no parents around. Is that the pot pie that's
0: popping? No, I'm eating a Puck. So no, I, I hear know. popping from that. I don't anyway. know, that means it's cooking good. We'll eat your pretzels quiet. Keep the mic, reading. The mic's very sensitive. All
1: right. Y'all hear him? Keep reading. Keep chewing. This isn't an ASMR video. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> and yeah, so Pucks really insisted that she throw a party. I said to Zach, like I'm kind of shocked that we haven't seen the Glee
0: Kids have like a party before. I'm not, because they're not really like friends. They don't really hang out a lot. But they're still developing that sense of family. I feel like they don't really have like family vibes until season three. And then they're ripped apart by adulthood, but
1: yeah.
0: Okay, sure. But yes,
1: and she says no, of course, because she's a little prude and no fun. And then we see Rachel in the glee room at a piano with some
0: sheet music that she's working on. Um, Because if you remember from last episode...
1: Will has tasked them to
0: come up with original songs
1: to perform. No,
0: it was Rachel's idea. Will oh, and the Glee yes. Cup were not for it. Yes. Rachel really wants original songs. Yes, that's right. Um,
1: for regionals. <laughs> and she wants to show Finn the song that she wrote. But before that, they have a tender moment where she gives him a hug and says yeah. that she kind of wants to like... want to break the ice. Yeah.
0: Break the tension.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I wanted to illustrate the order of my notes because I wrote in all caps is this my headband oh my God, okay. or we're about to hear? That's
1: not being on the table. And
0: then I wrote, okay, the hug was really sweet. And then in all caps again, it is, it is my headband. So yes, yeah, she starts singing my headband, her first original song to Finn. Wanted to get his thoughts. And my headband is iconic and it's hilarious. I want to read some of the lyrics for those of you who don't know. It's a very short tune. She didn't get to finish because Finn rudely interrupted her. No, it was about time. When schoolgirl pigtails won't do, and I need to control my do, you're the only one I can count on. My headband. You're my headband, wrapped around my melon. It's a great, hilarious song. It's hilarious, and I'm so happy.
1: He was cracking up. It's so stupid. (laughs) It's quite stupid, and Finn agrees, because he cuts her off, (laughs) and he suggests that in order to be able to write an emotional song about life, you need to do some living. She hasn't quite lived. She's very uptight, and she says she's never had a sip of alcohol before, which, of course, makes sense. It's Rachel Berry. But then an idea pops into her head, and she has to go find Puck to follow up on that party (laughs) discussion from earlier.
0: She said, you know what? My journey from little princess to natural woman begins this Saturday night. Yes. And <laughs> she's going to throw what she
1: thinks is a rager in her dad's basement. And then we got to, or to a party line scene, which I love. All the, the other glee kids on the phone, walking next to each other, talking about their plans. And they're trying to convince each other to go to this party because even though it's a Rachel Berry party,
0: they want to get drunk because it's going to be alcohol involved. Also, we got some couple names during the scene, which oh, yeah. I thought were hilarious. Santitney, <laughs> which is Santana and Brittany, and Art Sadie's, which is Artie and Mercedes. Yes, because they were they were talking together on the phone.
1: And I forget who it is, but one of them mentions that it was alcohol alert this week. And Santana says, "I am aware of how much fun alcohol is." Yes, so she's ready for for the party. And they're all like, yeah, sure. We're down for this Rachel Berry train wreck, whatever they called it, uh, for her party at Saturday
0: night. No. Great.
1: Uh, <laughs> so Rachel's, with the description Savage, Rachel's party is initially terrible. <laughs> Parentheses. Two wine cooler limit. Yes. Like. <laughs> so Blaine and Kurt walk into the party and Rachel was not expecting to see them. But I guess Kurt's somehow blackmailed Finn because he's looked at his browsing internet history. I don't know. You kind of look like a Mario brother with his hat on right now, actually. Really? You do. Thank you.
0: I would say it was cute, but you look like one. Well, that's very.
1: Mean. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Mario mixed with Luigi. This you know, isn't a Mario podcast. Let's get go. on with it. I just saw you and looked and thought <laughs> yeah. of it. But yes, yeah, so they show up. Rachel hands out
0: two drink tickets because there's a two drink limit, and all they have are wine coolers. The drink, she made a little sign. It's like a pink glittery sign, it said drink tickets here. I thought that was hilarious. And also she made it clear that the party is happening downstairs in her dad's Oscar room, which I thought was hilarious. Very me core. Not me core, um, we also need
1: to discuss the apparel that Rachel Berry
0: chose to wear uh, at yeah, this party. Rachel's wearing this absolutely hideous. Is it a nightgown? Not sure if it's a nightgown or a dress, but it it's giving little looks, house on the prairie. I was trying to think if it was a night, um, uh, a reference to something, and I couldn't decide if it was, but it looks horrible. And yes, the party's happening in the Oscar room, which I think is hilarious because it's it, just the idea of having a room just for something that happens one night a year is hysterical. Yes, it's a basement, it's a basement, and then there's a stage too, mm. so it's not really just an Oscar room. Yeah, they didn't even see a TV down there, but you know. They make it work. You're right. There wasn't a TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Maybe they projected on the wall?
1: Maybe. But yes, the party, as you can guess, is lame and people try to start leaving and Rachel's freaking out because, of course, she was so looking forward to this party and she's talking to Puck and Puck convinces her to break into her dad's liquor cabinet and things start getting crazy, according to this IMDb status. You <laughs> see how each of the kids handles booze. Rachel has a few drinks herself and she is all over Thin.
0: she and she said it tastes like pink it tastes like pink <laughs> which i'm guessing is like rosé yeah they're drinking like a rosé wine cooler or something yeah so it tastes like pink and then also i thought it was funny that blaine's hair gel is just out yeah like his hair is he made him look a lot older. out <laughs> and it's funny because i remember i don't remember when this is i want to say honestly we need to, like, confirm if I'm right on this. I want to say the second prom episode. So we're talking all the way in season three. There's a sub storyline line of Blaine not wearing his hair gel to prom. Interesting. But his hair gel is not, it. like, he has sweated that out during yeah. this party. So I thought that was funny. Yeah.
1: They were all losing their minds off of whatever liquor was in her dad's Liquor uh, cabinet. Not dad's I <laughs> <laughs> sure they knew. Two gay dads. We can have Rachel Berry of our own Monday. You and me.
0: Let's not talk about that. And they're multiracial. No, no we can't because canonically, it's Jeff Goldblum and some other white guy are her dad. But is. in that one photo. But in that one there was photo. A
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. So it just turns into a, a, a crazy little night
0: and. Crazy little night. <laughs> no, that's not wise.
1: It was just the kids. Lauren was there. Shout out to Lauren.
0: Wait, should we talk about Finn's breakdown of the? Different yeah, so we we'll supposed to, or- we'll to, oh, to get okay. there. Yeah,
1: so Finn and Kurt are not drinking because Finn's DD and Kurt still w- wants to try to impress Blaine, even though Blaine is just losing mm. his fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> and Finn kind of got annoyed with Rachel telling her, like he's telling her who all the archetypes of. You maybe said who drunk girl archetypes are. We're gonna talk about drunk guys.
0: That's so true, how sexist. But yeah. it was like the hysterical crying girl, which was Santana, which I don't think like really fits Santana.
1: I could totally, if Santana's at a party and like her guy isn't really feeling it, I could totally see her getting drunk and like crying about it. And then, and then she like snaps and is like, you know what, fuck this. And she's in her bad bitch era, you
0: know? Cause she was like, she was yelling at Sam and she was like, you like her more than me, just say <laughs> it. And then she's like, oh, just kiss me. <laughs> So I guess it makes sense. And then Mercedes and Tina were the happy drunks. Okay, this was fucking hilarious because I can't even recreate it. Mercedes laugh <laughs> I know is it's so funny. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's just hilarious. It's very funny. Um, and then Quinn and Lauren were the angry drunks. They weren't that funny. No, but I don't like Quinn. So yeah. Um, And then Finn refers to Rachel as the needy girl drunk, and I said, "Um, Finn, that's not very nice to call Rachel needy. She kind of is." Oh my goodness, (laughs) whatever.
1: (laughs) But yes, Rachel was annoyed, and she said, "You know what? I have an idea. We're all gonna play spin the bottle." And they play spin the bottle. We see who was the first group that made it that kiss. Brittany and Sam. That's right, yes. And Santana was <laughs> in the back. She was like, don't forget I owns that guppy mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no me gusta. <laughs> and then is like, my turn, my turn. She spins the bottle and it lands on Blaine. What did she call him? Blaine she says, Warbler. get
0: over here, Blaine Warbler which is not his last name. <laughs> and they start kissing and they don't really stop. <laughs> they like it. Yeah. And Kurt is like, "Ah." okay, by the way, Kurt was like really close to them. Like his face was really close to their faces and he was just like,
1: okay, it's over now. Mm -hmm. They were kissing like right over over Kurt. And he's very jealous. Very jealous. And Rachel's like, you know what? I found my new duet partner. And she and Blank get up on the little stage in her dad's basement with these two what's the word? Not glamorized. Glitter mics. Glitter mics. (laughs) bejeweled that's bejeweled. the word i was looking for <laughs> i like glamour <laughs> and they go into a cover of the human leagues don't you want me it's fine it was fine it's like catchy the song itself was catchy they were having a get a grand old time up on,
0: up on the stage people in the, in, the, in the audience everyone else there was having an even better time oh mercedes took me out too because the way she was sitting was like a child she was <laughs> sitting with her legs spread apart in like a v Punched over with her little drink like and it was a straw. juice box yeah it's she so was funny. so funny and then we see
1: the next morning first of all we need to discuss this we don't know whose
0: house this is okay i think it's supposed to be bert and carol's house because they moved in together because clearly that was a plot point lest we forget that faggy couch oh my god um but like as we're about to discuss kurt has an Upstairs bedroom now? And then he's got like built ins. It's like a, it's a nice house.
1: We see later they okay. have a I, nice
0: kitchen with like a CT. Oh, bridge. I don't think the kitchen was, the fridge was nice, but the kitchen was normal. I thought it was nice. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, is this, because I got this, no, yeah. Carol and Finn were moving in with Bert and Kurt. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It begs the question, Bert, what's going on here with your mechanic salary? Right. And what does Carol do? If you know, let us know. We don't know what Carol does. But I'm I'm mainly confused as to how Kurt, I guess like after that dramatic confrontation, Finn got the basement and Kurt moved, even though I think it would make more sense if Kurt stayed in the basement, because that's his know. space. And then Finn, I don't know, but yes. Kurt's in a
1: completely new bedroom. Yes, now. a nice bedroom upstairs and Virg trying to figure out how to, what was it? Something with an egg, chiffonade, I don't even know. Sherd Sherd. S- the subtitle said
0: S-H-I-R-R-E-D. Oh, I I, too, do
1: not know what that means. Assured egg, also known as baked eggs, are eggs that have been baked in a flat bottom dish. That's okay. And, okay. Well, boring. not like that hard. And he's very concerned as to what assured egg is and how to figure it out, and he goes up to Kurt's room to ask him, and Kurt doesn't tell him not to come in, but Bert enters the room, mm-hmm. and we see a hungover Blaine
0: passed out in Kurt's bed. Well, at first... um. Bert thinks that, because the covers are over something, and Bert thinks that that's Kurt. But then Kurt leans over from his little beauty counter. He's like, hey, Dad. And then Blaine emerges from the bed. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, not Blaine sleeping over. G-ass. I also read up on my notes. I meant to say, I bet Kurt ate that up, but apparently it got corrected. to I bet Kurt R that up. Ate what up? The fact that Blaine... Cause i'm presuming they slept in the same bed even though it wasn't oh, sexual oh, i bet yes. he ate that shit up i bet he was awake all night just staring at him probably was creepy. A little, like
1: smirk on his face uh, anyway yeah so Bert's a little confused about that one doesn't know what the homosexual activity is all about and then we, the, the kids are just very hungover at school on monday they're all in their sunglasses and they're walking down the hall they meet up with Artie. Who has brought a thermos full of Bloody Marys to school?
0: Yeah. The hair of the doll. Wait, let's talk about this. Let's have a conversation. <sighs> I get it that they're in high school. And for some of them, this might have been the first time drinking. But if you're still hungover, 36 hours or so after yeah. you drank, you should go to the hospital. My worst hangovers, I've had some bad ones, I've
1: not been that bad. Yeah.
0: Like they shouldn't last more than like the next day. So you should like maybe go to a doctor. So that was a little concerning. And then after we talk about the next number, we need to have some more discourse about, actually, let's just talk about it now because it kind of happened. We're just going to talk about it now. So we're about to talk about blaming on the alcohol. It's fine, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of weird because it starts out as like a meta narrative performance, but then Shu is in the audience of the auditorium, like reacting. And then after the number, he's like, Great song, but I don't think that'll make a good performance in the assembly. So I guess it was It was weird. a clever bit of editing. It was fine. The editing was very strange. It was a lot. Was they were like slowing down frame rates and cutting very quickly. Yeah. Were they trying to make us feel drunk? I think they might've been. Maybe that was a choice. But um, anyway, what I'm referring to is after the number, what tipped me off to this is Rachel. Cause Rachel is still acting drunk oh yes and i was confused because i'm like okay wait 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 wait, wait. are they insinuating it was rachel and santana too because mm-hmm. santana started crying i don't know so i'm like are they insinuating that they're still drunk i think 36 so. hours later that's not how it works that's not how either alcohol works either that
1: or they were drunk off of the bloody mary from the oh that could have been it too subtle they need yeah. to make that more clear because i was like this is not how drinking no, it works. was weird yeah but yeah will was not happy about the song because of course their their directive this week is to raise awareness about the problems of alcohol and that song glorifies drinking and the kids have points they say that adults in popular culture are part of the problem it's santana like says to will like Like, don't you drink? And Will's like, you know, I have a beer to relax every now
0: and then. I don't get drunk. I don't get drunk. drunk. shut the fuck up. You don't like that. You you get drunk. And you get drunk this episode. Mm -hmm. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And Will says,
1: well, tomorrow we're going to spend all day brainstorming to find the perfect song. Like, okay. And then he's having a conversation with Coach Beast, who's finally back. We haven't seen her in a minute. Mm -hmm. he says that he feels super critical since he drank a lot more when he was younger and he starts unloading about his personal life and the divorce is finally starting to hit him and yada, 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 I really don't care Uh. and she's like, you know what? You should come out with me and she invites him to this honky-tonk bar that she frequents and Will's like, yeah, okay, sure and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that but in between this, (laughs) Miss Rachel is on one after that kiss, something has, has ignited
0: within her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she asks Blaine out on a date. Wait a minute. We need to really set the scene because oh there God. might be an error. I Is this in the trivia? What? This continuity error. What? Why, we, I told you about it okay so in so rachel is at her place oh she's sipping some um, are you really that hung up on yes this? it's bad she's sipping some i think it was called lady sparkle wine some more of her like it tastes pink drink and in her bedroom she's in her pajamas the bedroom has her is dark so like yes i guess she could have her blackout curtains drawn for some reason but the situation is that it's nighttime. And then she's calling Blaine. Blaine and Kurt are getting coffee. They're medium drips. During the daytime. It's daytime. This cafe is bustling. They're getting coffee. So the latest it could be, I'm going to say, is like 3 p.m. If they're getting like an afternoon coffee. um. So I think that's a, a continuity error. And secondly... <laughs> I was like, I <laughs> wrote in my notes, maybe Blaine isn't gay. It's his coffee order is drip coffee. Oh my God. Like, come on. What gay guy do you know orders drip coffee?
1: And there we have our Zach
0: tangent of the episode. It's <laughs> latte central when we go to Starbucks, you guys. Like, come on. Okay, but have gays always been into lattes? I don't know. I'm just saying maybe that was a subtle... Um, dig at one of the plot lines also, in this episode. Also, why are
1: we doing archetypes? Are you Finn Hudson?
0: No, I'm not doing archetypes. I'm just I'm just saying, I mean, maybe Blaine is not gay because this episode, he's not sure if he is or not. Oh my god, yes, that is very true. Because, yeah, Rachel is like
1: low-key kind of smitten and she calls drunkenly, She did she drink right before she called Blaine? Yeah. She literally, I said she pours over yes. her lady sparkles wine and yes. she's yes. drinking it. And Blaine's kind of caught off guard but he says yes to her proposal on a date and then Kurt's there and Kurt's like um Kurt whoa, is what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah and Blaine tells him that he enjoyed his kiss with Rachel and that he's conflicted sexually and he kind of puts Kurt in his place oh he
0: gathers Kurt go for it he gathers Kurt he's he I mean I don't remember all the specifics but basically He's like, well, isn't it a luxury that you found out who you are and you're secure in that? And Kurt Kurt is like, I wouldn't call it a luxury because I was threatened to be killed by this bully.
1: Even before then, Kurt's like (laughs) promoting this theory that like bisexual people don't exist. He's saying like, oh, we're only bisexual. I don't know, just like-
0: Invalidating bisexuality. Yeah.
1: And yeah, Blaine clears him. And although I will say in Kurt's defense, and there isn't much of a defense here, how does Blaine not
0: sense that Kurt's in Dick? No, seriously. I, I do need to say, because we know Blaine is awful. And he's stupid. And he's awful. So I will say... Is he awful? He's awful. I will say this. I Okay, spoiler alert. I did not put Kurt as my LVP, even though he was being kind of whiny in this episode. Because I do feel bad, because Blaine's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, one, how do you not pick up on Kurt? Like... Kurt let you sleep in his bed and he's, he's not like your bro. He's not your boy. Like, come on. Like, let's figure that out. I know you were drunk, but don't be stupid. You guys get coffee together. You go to parties together. So either Blaine is just like outright ignoring it on purpose, which is really mean, actually, I think, Mm -hmm. or he's just stupid. So that's one thing. And then I don't know. Like, I guess I get, I get what Blaine is saying. Like you're allowed to be conflicted, but at the same time, I don't think like when he he has that line where he says, I mean, I've never even had a boyfriend. Like, how can I possibly know? It's like now, come on. Like you don't have to have, have a label with someone to know what you are sexually. And I just think the way he phrases it to Kurt, it's kind of like, it's snaky. Mm-hmm. Because he had that whole crush on the yes, gap guy. Yes, exactly. He roped Kurt into this whole. I'm not gonna go off again because you guys, if you listen up, so you know how stupid it was. He roped Kurt into this whole um flash mob conspiracy for this guy. He barely knew who's not a minor. Yeah. So Blaine's well, just an idiot.
1: He is, he is. <laughs> but he is rightfully mad at, at Kurt for not understanding him and 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 all that. And that's that for now. So now Will and Coach Beast are at this Honky Tonk bar and that's this synopsis says they have a grand old time <laughs> in a very real down home country type bar. There's this Morgan Wallen looking guy up on stage. You stole my line. Yes, I did. Even Morgan Wallen's canceled and it's just a lot. Will's throwing back shots, throwing back beers. He is just doing the opposite of what he just told the kids that he he does, doesn't do. He he's drinking a lot, been drinking. And then he gets singled out by this person on stage. Cause I guess Coach B Shannon. What do they call what do they call her? Uh, Something Shannon? It was like a, it was like it rhymed. Um, anyway. The sh- Shannon the Cannon. Shannon the Cannon, yeah. <laughs> is a regular at this bar. And they told she told Will that. She told her friend that Will's coming and Will gets called out and brought on stage and they told him to sing a song. And he's like, well, only sing with my friend here. And he starts singing a cover of one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, originally by Amos Milburn. This was the George Thorogood version. Never, Never heard, heard of either, either of them.
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> but, I thought it was like Jason Aldean or something. Yeah, so it was real country and real annoying it was annoying because at the beginning there's like the spoken word part i really did not need to hear that because will's trying to do his like country draw to really get the character not great but i do think i mean maybe this is not the trivia i suspect that this is uh, the first instance of beast singing on the show hmm. we'll see oh so Will we- cool. i don't know i feel like it is i feel like i really do um well it isn't quite intrigued. Yes, so we'll have to uh, figure it out. Anyway. Yeah. So then oh, and then at the end, Will says, drinks on me. Oh, yeah. This bar, you guys, has at least 75 people in it. Mm-hmm. And I said, Will, you, like, <laughs> you can not afford that with what salary? You cannot afford that. Um, I would have liked to follow up on that to illustrate, like, wow, you really did like lose control during that. Because mm-hmm. his bill was probably what like if everyone took him up on that easily like hundreds of dollars Yep.
1: so the next day kurt happened to be in the neighborhood and popped over at rachel's and they're cleaning up after the party because he wants to find out how her date with blaine went and she's like honestly it was lovely and she's just going on and on she had a great time with blaine and how he seems like like they, they're both really into each other And Kurt's like, he's not here for the shit. He thinks she's being silly and delusional because Blaine's obviously gay. And he tells Rachel that
0: she and Blaine will never have chemistry. That's the one thing they'll never have. When I tell you that Kurt read Rachel... Yeah, he did he was basically he like you're just gonna be another hag stuck <laughs> in a relationship with the gay yes, yes. until you realize it way too late it was the first what <laughs> she said he said the
1: first like closeted gay guy she'll date and a series. Yes. of a closeted, closeted gay guy will be the last he read her yeah we was was read him earlier yeah and she's like okay you know maybe you might be right but what i need to do i need to, to figure this out if it's real is kiss blame when we're both sober and I don't know if it's real or not so she's still scheming but oh no sorry she's in the next day it was the same night because then later after the honky tonk you know thing Coach Beast and Will call a taxi they're responsible call a taxi home and Coach Beast drops Bill back at home and Will's like you want to have another and she's like (laughs) (laughs) no we're not that close let's (laughs) calm down
0: and Will keeps drinking
1: he's at home drunk off his ass grading papers or tests for a Spanish
0: class oh that was hysterical well by the way before um, Beast left they did have a little bit of a tender moment where she says I love you he's like I love you too I thought that was cute he uh she kisses him goodbye Right on the lips another hat. another kid's between the two of them but I think it was like a friendly kiss mm-hmm. but that was sweet but yeah he's grading papers I thought it was hysterical there's one point where he's like I don't even know who you are mm-hmm. <laughs> and in his drunken state oh no his sloppy ass he
1: in his mind he's like hmm I want to I want to call Emma so he pulls out his phone and he believes he's calling it, uh, what did she call her Imelda Imelda Pillsbury I know, as Sue man. called her earlier this episode and he is drunk off his ass.
0: He says, hey, sexy lady.
1: He like <laughs> up, he holds her sandwiches with her, her finger gloves. <laughs> he
0: thinks that the two of seem to get together have like a crazy night. He said, he said I, I thought of you when I was riding that bull. <laughs> yeah, he just pouring oh, his little heart out. Man. Also, another reason not to trust Will Schuster The font on his phone, you guys, is like Times New Roman. Let me know when you've ever seen that on a cell phone. Like, (laughs) Those pre-iPhone days were an interesting time, I suppose.
1: But yeah, really not a good look for Phil. For Phil. For Will. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, Figgins tells Will that he has a good feeling about New Directions upcoming performance at the pep rally. And Will runs into Emma in the hallway and like apologizes and is like oh like i'm sorry for like i don't even know what i said but i'm sorry for what i said and she's like wait what i never not a phone call from you oh and bill's like oh, oh yeah don't worry about it i'll probably laugh and then in the background tell him we see sue sylvester walking towards bill in the hallway scheming scheming
0: and i forget what exactly she says she's basically like alluding to what is to come. But
1: he's still confused. And She tells Will that she's going to have him committed, which is for like 48, 48 hours. He needs therapy. He needs help for his alcoholism. But Will still is kind of in the dark as to what, what exactly is going on. Yes. And then, Bert, having previously seen Blaine popping out of Kurt's bed, he confronts Kurt about Blaine sleeping over while they're in their kitchen making a souffle that's not rice properly. And... Even though nothing happens, Bert thinks it's inappropriate for Blaine to have spent the night. And Kurt's like, "Well, what if like Finn had puck over for a little sleepover?" He's like making a fair argument. Uh-huh. And then Bert's talking
0: about like, "I saw Brokeback Mountain. I know something went down in the tent." Bert's basically like an idiot. Yeah. Um, if you watch Brokeback Mountain and you actually paid attention, it's very clear. He probably looked away. That movie. Jake Hall is mounted by Heath Ledger. And they have sex in the tent. Bert's and so clearly Bert doesn't know. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what you on. guys do in bed. He's he's uh, ignorant. And honestly, Kurt kind of had a point. Kurt yeah. is in the business of reading people down this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tells us that he should do some research. Yes. yes. So Bert's clearly going on like gay porn on Google or something. He said, why don't you read up so that like if I have questions, I could go to my dad like a straight boy would go to his dad. And again, good point. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like if it, like we can't just let Bert off the hook because he's accepted his son. Like that's the bare minimum. Like you have to actually be a parent. Mm-hmm. So Kurt made so many valid points actually. He did. Even <laughs> though he was wearing an awful outfit while doing it.
1: <laughs> and then now we're at school. Pep rally, pre-pep. Well, at the pep rally, first of all. Figgins says that Kitty Dukakis was not able to attend. Mm-hmm. And then he brings out some fire marsh or whatever. And then it's finally time for New Directions to perform. They pre-game. Back- oh, sorry. oh sorry. sorry. Backstage, Rachel brings out this cocktail of that she made of all the leftover liquor from her dad's cabinet, in addition to cough syrup and crushed up Oreos. It's jungle juice, basically. It looks disgusting. Yeah. And they all take some shots of it to calm her nerves and they get on stage. And Viggins welcomes it as Tick and Talk <laughs> by Katie dollar sign Ha. And they get on stage and they slay a performance of TikTok by Kesha.
0: I love when New Directions performs at like school assemblies and the crowd goes fair. The crowd loses They the like night. dance, they scream. I think it's funny. It was very
1: funny. <laughs> and at one point, halfway through, Brittany says to Rachel, I feel sick. And Rachel's like, you just, just, let's keep it together. Keep it together. Hold it down. Because
0: Brittany is the Kesha standing yes, for this obviously. performance. And she's killing it. Legs look phenomenal. Yes, Hair looks phenomenal.
1: And unfortunately, towards the end of the song, things take a turn for the worse. And she looks over at Rachel and projectile vomits into Rachel's face. This is gray goo.
0: It's gray, you guys. And I wrote, why is the vomit gray? Maybe they're trying to play off of like, oh, that concoction had everything under the sun in it so maybe it would be gray but um it's gray it looks it's like gray. cement it's disgusting santana also comments yes
1: it's, it's not a good scene and will is just like mouth looking like oh, what, what what's happening because he, uh, he we saw glimpses of him during the performance he was like subtle seems amiss. and then
0: oh, are you ready for this sue <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, let, we should point out, though, that Becky announces Sue first with a little xylophone number, like <laughs> it's the NBC boom boom. <laughs> and she, Becky says, heads up, McKinley. Sue Sylvester's going to shout at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, she really did it. She was very calm. She let, uh, she let other things speak for itself. Yeah, <laughs> She's Yeah, on the school's pay system. And it's finally revealed that Will did not leave a message for Emma. He left it for Sue, as Zach and I both predicted when it was happening, IRL. And Sue just casually holds her phone up to the microphone and starts playing the voicemail that, that Will left her, thinking it was Emma. And he's slurring his words. It's embarrassing, like Zach said, Will told quote unquote Emma that he, he uh, was thinking of her when he
0: wrote that oh I thought it was a nice directorial touch that that line where he says something about like i love it when your cute little hands wrapped in those oh, yes. plastic gloves pick up food as he's saying that like it cuts to emma in her office and she's like raising a hand over her mouth in like shock and she's wearing plastic Young. gloves <laughs> and the whole school here is this and we kids are like ew what the fuck oh and sue uh at one point she refers to will as an alcoholic teen vomit fetishist <laughs> and i thought that was also hilarious yes So that was iconic
1: and Becky played us out again with the xylophone and then all new directions and Will were calling the Figgins office. It looked very crowded and cramped in there.
0: I don't know how they all fit.
1: But you think they're all about to get in trouble, but instead of suspending them, Figgins congratulates them. And I, I forgot to mention this, but Figgins was low-key, like, vibing to their TikTok performance. Oh, he was living. Yeah, I love when Figgins is, a, as like, at first, I was like, this is inappropriate. And then he starts, like, getting into it
0: during these performances. It's, like, one of my favorite Figgins moments ever is, um if we rewind it back to when they did Toxic at the assembly, mm-hmm. and remember, Sue was just in shock of what was happening around her. Uh, yeah. Jacob and Israel is, like, humping people. <laughs> Lauren is screaming. And Figgins is in the audience, like, swaying, like, this, <laughs> with his eyes closed. He's delusional. Yeah, he thought that he's like, oh, you guys are
1: great actors because you made it look like you were drinking. But he he thought it was prop bombing. Yeah.
0: He's so stupid.
1: And he really is. And the rest of the student body is scared. So they've stopped showing up at school drunk. I don't remember that being a plot point, but I guess it Uh, happens. Yeah. And. Then Will is in the glee room with the kids, and he's like, from this point on, I'm giving up drinking. <laughs> and <laughs> Santana says to Will, but if you don't drink, then what do you have to live for?
0: <laughs> and Will, is, he says something like, oh, i got tons to live for. And doesn't Mercedes say something like, you sure about Yeah, that? <laughs> <laughs> They're dragging him.
1: And he's like, well, I'm going to make this pledge and I want you all to sign Uh, a pledge too. The pledge forms, like, get the fuck out of here. That until nationals, they're not going to drink. And he gives them his cell phone number and says, if they slip up, you can call me. I'll drive you home. I want to make sure you're safe. And they're like, oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) And then Rachel, again, back on her bullshit at the coffee shop and Blaine is in line waiting to order.
0: She's sitting there with Kurt. She's like, I'm gonna go up and like, she's I'm completely sober. He's completely sober. I'm gonna go kiss him and we'll see who has the last laugh on this. She struts up to Blaine Warbler in line and plants one on him and they
1: kiss for like, you know, longer than ever thought. He doesn't push her off. Mm -hmm. And once they pull away, Blaine's like, (laughs) yep, I'm definitely gay. (laughs) he's like thanking Rachel for helping him figure oh, it out and like you think Rachel would be crushed but one thing about Miss Rachel Berry she gonna find an opportunity out of a dark moment hell yeah because she's happy and she's like you know I've lived I had a relationship with a oh gay man God, which Rachel. she did not they were not in a relationship <laughs> at all but she's like I need to go I need to get writing I have, I have a song oh like that that is coming out of me that I need to go right. Which
0: I would have loved to have heard that song because the next Rachel Berry song we hear is the other classic "Only Child," which is not about a relationship with a gay man. I can relate. So Woo! I can. No, that song is great. Um, so I would have loved to have heard the song that she went back and wrote about this whole experience. But the episode somewhat abruptly ends there, so I guess yeah. I was I was kind of bummed, you guys. This was a, this episode was good. I was very entertained. It's. Very hilarious, frequently throughout. I love seeing the Glee kids drunk. Of course, my headband mm-hmm. was in it. Um, with that being said, should we get into? Can we do the MVP and LVP first? Sure. Okay. My MVP was Rachel because she was hilarious. I think Leah Michelle actually played drunk really well. She did, like, actually really well. Um, so that was fun to watch, and of course, my headband. I just—it's so funny to me. So Rachel was my, and it's like, I love when Rachel is just so delusional. Yeah. So she was definitely my MVP.
1: Rachel was also my MVP. Oh, yeah. Really? I loved the delusion, oh The hideous dress at the party, the way she's like, oh my God, yay, you cooler. She's like, like, girl, no. The sign she made. I know. I
0: can't.
1: Just see, Rachel was just like, Feeling vibes this episode, you yes. know, she's riding a wave, and you never really see her do that. But she wasn't hurting anybody. Yeah, no, but it was you good. Know? Like, see so her like let loose for for a little yeah. bit. So I thought that was funny.
0: Who is your LVP? William Schuster, of course. Interesting. Oh, was he not yours? No. Um, I um, did want to point out, by the way, I wanted to say this earlier, and I forgot when we were talking about plot. She is not my LVP, however. In the scene where where Will was talking about the pledges. <laughs> Quinn was wearing this godforsaken, <laughs> ugly ass outfit. She looked like Hillary Rodham Clinton. Well, she did. She, I don't know what her hair was doing. It was giving Hillary Clinton. And her blouse was like, it. it I, she looked atrocious. Is not look. Quinn is lost without her Cheerios uniform. She does not know what the fuck she's doing. She goes from Tumblr girl <laughs> to Hillary Rodham Clinton. Next, she's probably going to be dressed like Stevie Nicks. I don't oh know. Um, Wait, For no, actually. Off. Yes, there is an episode where she turns like punk for an episode. On my next
1: episode, Stevie Nicks.
0: Oh, okay, yes. But no, she's lost. And it looked bad, but she's not my LVP. My LVP is actually Burt Hummel because he was being homophobic. Okay, I didn't even get to explain why was my LVP. Oh, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Damn! (laughs) Anyway, Will was just annoying this episode. He is a hypocrite. We saw him get blackout drunk. He embarrassed himself, which also was kind of funny. So maybe I shouldn't like harp on him too much for that because I got a lot of pleasure out of it. Yeah. But he made himself like, look bad in front of the whole school. He Obviously, Emma knew what he was trying to say. and She's in a committed relationship, as we all know. So that was inappropriate to think that you could just try and sweet talk her and say you think of her when you ride a fucking mechanical bull. He's, he
0: was back on his bullshit this episode, and I did not appreciate it. He was quite annoying. But my LVP, like I said, is Bert Hummel because he was being homophobic towards his son, and I think that's unacceptable. <laughs> wow, he was in like two scenes and stuff, and he can't blame it on the alcohol because, to my knowledge, he was sober. So <laughs> I just didn't think that was cool. I think that was cool, and so he was my LVP. All right. Well, what was your best musical performance? My headband. Um, <laughs> oh no. Okay, you guys. I'm really not trying to be funny. That song is hilarious to me. I don't know why it made such a mark, but I knew it was coming. I was actively looking forward to ask Nick. I've said multiple times, I cannot wait for the original yes. songs because they're hilarious. We got my headband, only child, trouty mouth. I think Britney has a song too. Well, Britney has another song in the season finale called My Cup, which I think is also hilarious. Whoever is writing these, like not it's like so unserious these original songs and they're so funny to me but for some reason my headband and Only Child the Rachel Berry songs are the funniest I think because she takes them so seriously mm-hmm. and it it's hysterical so for that reason since it brought me such joy um it is my best performance and also you cowards put my headband on Spotify please
1: oh so it sounded like and the way you said it, it sounded weird. It was like, you cowards, you put it on Spotify, and now I see what you're saying. No, no, I'm giving an order. I put see. it on Spotify. Okay. Well, like you and I remarked at the end of the episode, there weren't many numbers to pick from this episode. And to be honest, I didn't have best. There wasn't anything that I really loved. Oh. TikTok maybe, but it was just the way it was shot, it was very chaotic and it made me feel ill. I, I thought that when... was blaming on the alcohol. Sorry, yes, blaming oh. the alcohol. Oh um tiktok was all right i mean i love kesha i love the song but i didn't pick one this episode so however Ooh. it definitely got worse than i'm sure you had as well
0: i can guarantee you were the same so i one bourbon what? one scotch yeah. one beer yeah, yeah, yeah horrible very bad and for the will Schuster cringe hour i just put c performance above oh my <laughs> my, that wasn't
1: good mine was the lead into that it was him riding the bull he looked so confident he's like oh hey, yeah hey, you know me look at me on the bull yeah so, fuck you, Lil Schuster. Uh, <laughs> um, so, some trivia points. This isn't in trivia, which I was surprised about. Wait, do you think we can do, we
0: have seven minutes, 40 seconds for our pies right interrupting now. me. <gasps> you know me. I, can I, I was just going to say, I think we can do it. I was trying to give words of encouragement. Well, thank you. Okay. Um,
1: this wasn't in trivia. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was this, I guess, no, you're right. My headband was not released. I was going to say, was this is the first released Performance that was fully done live. Like the piano definitely was live. Rachel was singing live. Like it was like live as being filmed, but it hasn't been released. So I can't say that.
0: Oh, you think it was? She it definitely su- was. She sung that on set. She sung that on set. Yeah. Interesting. I caught it.
1: Anyway, let's see. Trivia told Zach this episode is not great.
0: Ooh. But
1: this episode is the first time we see Blaine's hair without any hair gel in its yeah. state. The episode is the first time we see Blaine not wearing his Dalton uniform. Instead, we see Blaine in his cut-off jeans, which later become a recurring theme in his attire. He loves those fucking
0: jeans.
1: Becky. So the actress plays Becky. Lauren Potter appeared in the opening credits as guest star. <gasps> Has that not happened
0: before? I suppose not. That's incredibly rude.
1: And that's really it. So we'll go into the individual song trivia. Again, not much, but Yes. No, not worth it. <laughs> Just reading about Seriously. my headband. Yes. It's not worth it. Say it. First original song, suddenly oh. <laughs> Britney said it was her favorite song which in the, the episode original song. Says my headband was her favorite song. As it should be. I know how Britney ever heard it because she was in the room. I don't care. <laughs> That's really it. And then for TikTok, in order to perform the vomiting effects, the actors wore plastic tubes which were connected to a liquid dispensing container. Oh my God. One was taped to the side of Heather Morris's cheek and (gasps) another one on Myra Barry's hand. Special effects. Yes. And this is the second McKinley Assembly Pep Rally song to end a disaster, in which Brittany was singing lead. First was Toxic. Oh. And apparently, Kesha has said that she loves the cover.
0: Well, I'm glad she said it to a YouTube video. Oh. Oh, uh, he was about to play it live. YouTube video where Kesha said she loved it. I'm glad because it, it, it wasn't that great. Yeah. The production wasn't that great. Yeah. But uh, that's really
1: all the trivia I care to read.
0: Wow. Okay. So we definitely did finish before the pie. The pie is five minutes left. I'm very thrilled to eat this pie. I'm also thrilled for the next episode, which is called Sexy. And who's returning? Miss um, Gwyneth Paltrow herself. Miss Goop herself. I'm about to get gooped and gathered Um. at the return of Holly Holiday. And as Nick reminded me, there are some kind of like borderline iconic musical performances to look forward to. Yeah, And... It's going to be great. And lastly, if you are listening to this on drop day, I have to do a little plug. It is my birthday. Okay, I was going to do that. Jesus oh, Christ. okay. Well, why don't you go ahead? Well, no,
1: you're no, no, jumping no, the no, gun. No, so go no, ahead, Mr. No, no, no. Happy Birthday. It's my birthday. It's my, Give it's, me attention. It's,
0: okay, that is incredibly rude. We celebrate birthdays in this house. Oh, my God. So it is my birthday. And um, just letting you all know, hopefully it's a nice day feeling a little under the weather yeah, in case you didn't tell so hopefully that stops tomorrow um and it's gonna be a good time and if that dog would kindly stop barking outside oh, it's their
1: dog bro it's barking anyway
0: um oh also a little side anecdote this is a little bonus this would be like if we had a patreon this would be a patreon bonus um we locked ourselves out of our house this morning we did. for oh like over 90 minutes yeah. We're and, in our flop era. And like my body's a little sore from the physical activity I did escaping our patio. Escaping. I I scaled our patio walls so that I could try the front door and the garage door, neither of which worked. And um, PSA, don't do this because locksmiths are incredibly overpriced. Like literally all you're doing is taking a fucking piece of metal and jostling it in the door to get our door open. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be charging people that much. I just think that's ridiculous. And also um, property management company if you're listening to this, I just think as a property management company, you said you have a copy of our key in your office, but for some reason you can't let us have that key. I personally think that's bullshit. If you have the key and you can save us some money because we're paying you rent, give us the key. I don't care how long it would like. I don't know. I just think that's silly. So don't get yourself locked out of the house. And if you do, don't count on your property manager helping you because it didn't happen for us. And luckily it wasn't raining or freezing. And maybe we got a little nice tan out of this. And we met our neighbors, which were very nice. So those were the silver linings. And Nick was making me laugh because he was um, a little, since he's a little short, he was peeking out over top of the patio. And I thought that was funny. Um, so I guess there were some silver linings out of this, but um, overall, not super fun but a story nonetheless and aren't Mm. stories worth something and that's how Sue sees it it. that's how Zach sees it let's wrap this up yes our (laughs) pie is gonna be ready soon love you all we'll see you next (laughs) week miss
1: Glenn (laughs) outro. yes Yes, bye bye
0: Don't